Yeah, you can you can keep talking in the background. Um, Dead Air Records is back for a, another podcast, recording a quick introduction live from the Brooklyn studios. Um, this week we talked about it's <laughs> all for love by Brian <laughs> Brian Adams. <laughs> Sting and Rod Stewart as featured on the soundtrack to The Three Musketeers where I've got someone here who's just such a big fan. Um, what a great song. If you're actually interested in listening to the rest of this podcast, I highly recommend pausing right now and looking up the music video for this song that's on YouTube. Just just Google All for Love and watch the one where they're all in like a like a studio somewhere hugging each other and screaming this song. Um, it's it's a real tearjerker, I would say. Um, anyways, we talk about it for a really long time. Great song. Way better than the movie. We watched the movie right afterwards, and it is just awful. Do not recommend watching that. But Three Musketeers, 1993, I think, and uh, Rod Stewart, Brian Adams, and uh, Sting. Film composer Michael Kamen also just kind of knocked it out of the ballpark with this one. We hope we hope everybody likes it. Any any last thoughts? Yeah, yeah. All right, Dead Air Records. Have fun. Dead Air Records is back right. in a nice morning edition. <laughs> it's too early. It's it's noon. <laughs> My life has been upside down recently with sleep. Yeah. So um, this is going to be like at the opposite end of the time of day when we usually do this. Yeah. I feel like usually where it's late at night um, as our brains slowly fade. But maybe this time it'll be as our brains slowly slide into focus. Yeah. Or mine. That's, that's a nice way of putting um, it. And we're doing a song. I don't know what just going to be awesome for that. Um, He's so excited. excited. Okay. So I've been noticing that... Oh, he's going to build it up. I don't get to know yet. That pop, like the pop music that I like most kind of cherish really has to do a lot with um, movies and video games in particular. Like, most of the songs that are, like, some of my favorite songs... We've talked about this before. Like, Grand Theft Auto played, like, a huge... Like, I... Those games had so much music in them. And, like, tons of fucking movies. Like, All Star. All Star has such a big impression on me because of fucking... Shrek. No. Uh, not even. <laughs> Mystery Men. Mis- I watched Mystery Men Oh, my Men God. Years isn't, that, isn't that what the actual music, music video is. uses? Yeah, with right? Ben Stiller and oh my like, God. all those guys. That was, like, one of the first movies I saw in theaters. And that song came on. I just thought it was bumping. Um, you were wrong. No, I, you were right. <laughs> That, but, song, uh, that song proved everybody still proves everybody wrong. Yeah. Someday we should do one on All Star and, and why it is what it is. Yeah. Um but like I, I think about it more like some of my Yeah, no favorite songs come from associating them with with movies and drama and like emotional peaks in like yeah. things that I'm uh-huh. watching a lot of the time, which I would like to do a longer podcast on sometime about about how a song can fit into a movie and like how it can be made more like powerful by doing such. I remember um 
at the end of I I really liked There Will Be Blood when I was mm-hmm. like fourteen or fifteen, and the end of um the end with the Brahms, right? I was like, oh shit, that actually is cool. Um, so like like I I totally I feel like um your so why I think that why so writing music is about a lot about like how the things unfold with timing right yep. but then you're adding a whole nother level of timing for like when does the song actually play right mm-hmm. which can really just sweeten the deal yeah. i think right they, i mean like it's like it's nothing new it's nothing like crazy to think about because it gets used all the time but it is like another another way of trying to be intentional about a song yeah. which just it can only add coolness to it and it's like right? using using like coolness. tonality and like all of the like very it basic symbol- it's all symbolic tonalism you, yeah, yeah it, it, for a purpose for right. like a for a narrative purpose which mm-hmm. we've talked about before like if your tonality is enhancing a narrative in your music you're using it for like a really high fucking like purpose like yeah. it makes it so much more enjoyable to like connect tonality into the dramatic narrative of your work of whatever right um so anyways do you did you you didn't watch Degrassi? I didn't watch. There's Degrassi. on the other There's side a of lot this, of music in Degrassi. On the other side of this, you can really ruin a film with the wrong no, song at the know, wrong man. time. Sky Sky loves a lot of the, like the music moments in Degrassi, no, but like because they're so particular. Like somebody gets shot, and then right as the bullet flies, it's like mm, what you say <laughs> after like a ton of quiet uh-huh. for super long. Um, like there's a lot of ways to fuck it up. Yeah. Um, or not fuck it up, but just be weird about it, right. I should say. Which, which is awesome. Like, which, there's just... Despite whether or not, like, you could argue that that's, like, tonally, like, appropriate choice of music and whatever still leaves just as much of an impression. Yeah. I mean, was, Saturday Night Live even did, like, a whole skit on just putting that song in random places yeah. throughout, like, a skit because that it was funny. But that's, like, also, like, an entirely musical joke mm-hmm. about timing and how it's wrong. Yeah. Or, like, right? Or, yeah, like, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Or just like noticing timing at all with with like this kind of like where do we plop the song on our other thing. But like more so than than if it's like in the right spot or where it is, it's funny. It leaves like a really big impression when you tie music in a big way into like an emotional story. Right. Um, So in this one, I am pulling a song from a movie of my childhood that I was obsessed with. Which was the Barney. 1990, I'm going to say three? Yeah, this came out the year I was born. Did you ever see The Three Musketeers? No. Okay. The Three Musketeers, it's like a Disney movie back then. It starred fucking so many just weird Chris O'Donnell, Kiefer Sutherland. Is it real people or Tim is, it, Curry. is it is it cartoon? No, no, no. It's real people. It's real people. Uh, it's got the... Oliver Platt plays Porthos, the fat musketeer, and it's just a really bizarre movie, but I was really into it as a kid, and this... Was this before or after your your father read you um, the Brothers Caramel? <laughs> this is far, long before, <laughs> long before, my boy. Um, so the VHS tape of that, this is just going to be a quick shout out to anybody who, who knows where I'm coming from with this. The VHS tape that... Who else was homeschooled? This This isn't a homeschool thing. This is a blockbuster movie. Was it? Yeah. 
This is let a me huge see the movie. Hold on, let me see the cover. I don't this mean is to a make huge movie. Prematurely. Um, this was the VHS, the VHS tape for this movie, dude. It's got like the most '90s cover of like oh, all of them shit. in shadows. But I remember looking at this. Yep, it was a huge fucking movie. It had a song that came with it that was the number one song on the charts for like weeks when it mm, came out. What you say? Um, but okay, so the VHS tape for this, you would pop it in, and it would be like whatever like production company all this stuff i only hear the hulu sound to the law and order (laughs) you pop it in it turns on and then it fades in not to the movie but to a music video for a song written for the movie oh one of those yeah and then you have to watch the whole thing which i would usually fast forward through but like sometimes i would just be like oh whatever i'll listen to the song um you would watch the whole song which is all for love, which is the hit disciple we're gonna do today, um, and then you would get to the movie. And what did the song play in the movie? I don't remember, which but, is weird. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if it actually. Because this did. is a bit different than than what you're saying. This is like a precursor. Like this is like I almost because there's so many like big film companies reach out to big record label companies to yeah. to, to make these big ultra package so- like like even now with like fast and the furious 100 yeah. and like migos and like whatever right yeah i and mean like this is still something that happens that either gets played in the credits or i guess back then like at the beginning <laughs> this is the prelude right? the prelude <laughs> to set the mood um yeah i actually don't remember if it came in the mood i feel like it might have but like the the content of the song all for love is like the the motto of the the film right like the 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 three musketeers is one for all and all for one and then like it's all for love is Holy like shit. tied the, into the this whole is the thing. one with like the th- i the know three the yep. three boys yep right? yep 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 so i told oh, you i know this i told song. you, you i know this remember song. this oh i remember um, this song very 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 well so, i i feel like also this plays another like on the on the flip side i specifically know the music video of this song yep. and tie it in with perfectly with the identity of the song yep um, I think I've showed you this music video very excitedly because yeah. I wanted everybody to experience the, the prelude weird. to the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like in a studio. Yeah. It's not like it's like some kind of like period drama music video where they're trying to fit the vibe of the nope. movie like narrative. They're all in like, a bl- they're like, in like the black the box theater. hugging each other <laughs> like 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 try it. Like it's so like what is it? It's like Sting. It's Sting, um, Rod Stewart, and Rod- Brian Adams. Oh my God. Which are just like the three powerhouses <laughs> Of like the like handsome motorcycle handsome tenors boy, <laughs> as what I think white boy. Yeah. Um, um, not even handsome white boy. These are handsome old. white men. Yeah, they're, <laughs> like they're mature. They're, they're they're like trying to steal your divorced mom. <laughs> they um, are. They're silver foxes of the of the early nineties. Um, yeah. So this is and there's so I feel like it's also like there's a lot of like bromance that is merely implied in the way that the duets and the trios work in the song yep. that gets really really uh spelled out for you in yep. the music video yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no they're so 
like it's cute in love it's, in it, love like it's very but that's touching. what the song is about yeah it is because um, it's a the the whole three musketeers is a is a movie about I thought being three musketeers was love. about was about um sticking out looking out for number one <laughs> <laughs> about murdering your other two musketeers i thought it was called the one one and one musketeer <laughs> all for one and one for all my dude one all um, for one and one on one yeah so whether or not whether or not it was like thematically in the movie like it was a very it was a very fitting representation of like what modern musketeering looks like i feel like is like the three singer bros yeah. all with each other making a song and they're all they're all combining their three some kind of like unique quixotic, voices not really into like their into a, their yeah all right okay so we're gonna listen to so this. I know this song. but i would also like to point out something that i didn't know the song was written by brian adams Michael Kamen, who's that dude I was just showing you? Who Brian Adams. The, um, what what group was Brian Adams in again? I, I feel like he or is he just a solo dude? No, I think he was in. Well, he's that Canadian. He's all he's all about. He's all Canada. Canadian. He's all about Canada. No, he's like a super fucking philanthropist dude at this time. I don't really trust. I don't really trust him. I think he was mostly a solo act, though. I don't think he was from like a band. Um... Michael Kamen, who wrote the rest of the like orchestral actual score for the movie, he helped write this thing too. But then there's this dude who I've been reading a lot about, um, Robert Mutt Lange or Lang. <laughs> Robert Mutt Lange or Lang? Lang, yeah. Uh, South African record producer, Robert, white guy. Wait, wait, wait! I'm writing. Robert this nickname Mutt Lange or Lang with the an e. Mutt. Um, like white South African. I think from his picture, um, but he's just sounds like he's been in the background of so much shit, like a Mike Dean sort of type. Like, well, like before. I was looking him up. Yeah, uh, he did like all of like ACDC's albums, everything by like <laughs> Def Leppard. <laughs> Def Leppard. He did a bunch of Britney Spears' shit. Really, Michael Bolton. This, so this is somebody that's just like working in all sorts. Yeah. of Yeah, Brian Adams, Huey Lewis, what Billy is Ocean, Ma- Maroon Five, what the fuck, Lady Gaga, Nickelback, Muse. Is he like what? What is his role in the studio? I think he's just like the like what does it say producer. His... He's like an innovator of like a bunch of technologies for like recording okay. art and stuff. Because like I was that. gonna like, say like he might. It sounds like somebody. Whenever somebody is like that cross platform and cross yeah. genre, I assume that they're like on the more technical side yeah. of the studio. Yeah, I think right? so. Definitely. Uh, um, like like where it's like. You, no matter what genre you're doing, you still got to parse out the highs and the yeah. mids and the lows and make it sound like. All but also shiny. like writing songs too. Like yeah. I think he's Is writing he a lot of with the like things. a lot of right. Yeah, That's and like, like wrote dream, part of this dude. song. I know, I, I know. Um, Shania Twain, who I think you brought up in the in the country podcast, married her and like wrote a ton of her songs and produced like every album she ever did. Did um, he divorce her after? Sure did. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 who Shania else is Twain. on here? Uh, yeah, no, but this is just a really fucking interesting dude. Uh, maybe not the greatest dude from what I've read about him. Also, I think everybody associated with this song is a vegetarian. <laughs> Hell which yeah. Is strange. Is that like on all of their pages yeah, like, for some like reason? Number one, he's like a recording artist, philanthropist, and strict, super and vegan. Strict. <laughs> Incredibly <laughs> militant. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, this dude is this dude's interesting. Um,. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna listen to to this song, and I want everybody to imagine that they're they're Leo peeing his pants and about to watch about to watch the 1993 Three Musketeers movie with Kiefer Sutherland as a hot young boy. Um, 
it's a it's a horrible it's a good movie and a good music video i recommend maybe pausing it and checking out the music video for this if you haven't seen it before but we are going to uh we're gonna listen to the song and start hold start on really quick brian adams brian adams sting yep and and rod stewart <laughs> who i know has a name but he, it's just sting it's just sting Rod um, and Rod, Rod Stewart, <laughs> who has to be the scariest one of the bunch. He's the old like, like plastic mullet. surgery yeah. one, right? The the uh, mulleted of course. dude with just, dude. There's like, like a I have a meme on my phone that's just Rod Stewart laying back and it just has his album cover and it's just a stomach full of cum. <laughs> He's just <laughs> sitting like this. With the his music hands video his has Sting wearing a kilt the whole time. Oh I don't my know if you remember God, that. That's right. But he's got like a little a little a man dress on it's very sweet all right let's uh let's let's give this song a listen and uh we'll we'll come back at you from the other side <laughs> when it's love you
I smell like ten times worse after listening <laughs> to that whole song. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that song makes me I just want to tear up every time. There's so much. That's particular to you, though. You guys. Yeah, understand. I know, but there's there's just there's just an overwhelming amount of bromance. In it. It's the ultimate bromance. It's song. like a. It's like. I, I was thinking a lot. I was listening to this last night, kind of deciding if it's worthy, which absolutely it is, um, <laughs> and was thinking a lot about the boys to men one. Dude, I was going to say, that it's like a, it's like that, but like a boys club only. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's, it's like, like we can't talk about girls. Which is almost, I don't know, I, I, I might rather listen to uh, a b- bunch of boys talk about how they're all here for each other <laughs> than listen to a bunch of bros talk about how they're going to get her back like <laughs> no matter even though she's cheated a billion times and so have you and, and so you're only you. here because yeah. you are loyal and and will wait for her forever like <laughs> I, I would rather just listen to these these three men talk about how much they love each other um so the first thing should we get into it or do you want to th- just throw out some what what have you heard this song recently what do you what 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 knocked your socks i've heard off? this song yeah 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 but like what what did it what what did what popped up this time listening to it in my head kind of thinking about the fact that there there's three people mm-hmm. constantly in the cast but there's only ever duets yeah like harmonically speaking i think sting is almost just always playing guitar is like that sting is? is pretty much like the the solo, but he has the high sure. note let's give it Oh, that's totally Sting. I think in the music video, it's always... Yeah, but um, I mean, that's the mu- he's probably trying to... I don't know. He's in a kilt. Yeah, he is in a kilt. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, yeah, I don't totally know who's singing. I just associate from the music video it being... Um, it always being Rod Stewart and uh, Brian Adams doing like the back and forth in the verse, at least. Right, yeah. Yeah. So there's only ever only ever two people kind of singing at once, you think? Is it... Im- yeah. I mean, like, definitely the way that the harmony is and the way that they trade off, yeah. right? It, if it's not done with just two people, it could be done with just two people. True. And they kind of... And this kind of reminds me of, like, um, <laughs> like when... I remember, like, when I studied ye old pencil and paper writing, yeah. right? With, like, three-voice writing. It's like, it actually exists mainly in a, as a duet with like the third voice like popping into accent stuff right yeah. like if you take a look at Bach three voice fugues or whatever right like a big majority of it after it's all um hold on after it's all um I've got to turn off my phone I just got a text um <laughs> after it's all for one and one for all uh-huh no um no, you're talking about how like in fugue writing, right? Like there's Most of, it, a lot it of always the time exists in like the it, it exists one to two voices below the maximum capacity for the majority of it. Yeah, right? or there's like one big moment at like right. the golden ratio spot right. where all four play exactly and that's, because like, the one time in the you song. don't want all four voices in all the time unless you're doing like the very last fugue of like fucking like the well timber clavier yeah. or or like art of fugue right where he's trying to prove a point like normally like. It's easier to 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 think of it like oh there's a duet and then sometimes at big moments like there's like this third person that comes in yeah right yeah and, yeah and though you. though there's not really a three voice harmony part we have mm-hmm. this like which is like three different notes at least right yeah. it's at least signifying but if, it's not like they're singing this like o o two seven or whatever yeah. right like but. 
So like there is a moment where there's like a three note motive that every that comes in like ah da, da, right. Yep. But other than that, it's pretty much just like a duet. I feel like it's like a bro duet. Yeah. It could easily be like a a girl and a guy singing and be about like bringing your relationship back together after or, or something like that. Like so that was one of my first thoughts was that like this song is actually not um like watching the music video it makes it seem like they're a lot more active I mm-hmm. think than than really I mean like there's there's harmony in thirds and then there's like going back and forth yep. right it's like a pretty still standardly like you could simplify this to just one line right yeah almost yeah 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 you sure could. anyway you sure could um uh i'm going to throw some things out i think this is a guitar solo that's just nicely placed <laughs> this is a this is a rarely guitar solo a... that doesn't really bug me it's just like it's it's going along we've got verse chorus repeating we've got this kind of bridge section that's kind of crazy and the singers start getting it they lose it a little bit and then the solo comes in and it's like oh and it's not like overly long it's not like a super dramatic like intense solo like it it's it seems like it's got like pretty good structural kind of integrity and doesn't get like overblown and then it kind of resolves back to the chorus and we're over like it's not it's not like hitting you over the head with anything right Um, i mean it's appropriate yeah i don't know if i think that it's like a shining example of when a guitar solo comes in because i think that it's like sting is sitting there with the kilt and the guitar the whole time and it's like you know it's gonna I i feel like Sting always has the solo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and it's weird because sometimes Sting solos work and sometimes... There was a weird time in my life where I actually listened to a lot of Sting as an adult just for no reason. Um, I don't know why, but there was a song that I had heard that Johnny Cash had covered, a song that Sting had written that um, called I Hung My Head uh-huh. that I thought was just an excellent fucking song. Um, and, and then I've realized that Sting had written it and I went back and I like listened to nothing but Sting for like two weeks and then was over it. Um, but I feel like I'm a bit acquainted with Sting. Yeah. Um, and like his stylings and I feel like, um, I wish that I was as familiar with, um, Brian Adams and Rod Stewart, Mm -hmm. but I do, I, I feel like this is, I don't know, like, um, just like well cast yeah right it's well cast they're all similar sounding enough <laughs> but they all um, also are kind of unique sound. Yeah, well at least exactly. I, I feel like rod stewart really shines as just having that scary voice that's like kind of uncomfortable but at least you can like tell them apart like it's nice to have have like a bunch of if you're gonna have a bunch of singers it's it's very good to have a bunch of singers that sound different right yeah. like it gets kind of boring when like you've but they got... also there's it kind of reminds me of like a string like like a string quartet <laughs> in the way that like the timbres are all the same but like but but it's like if everybody also had the same range yeah. <laughs> it's like three violas yep um uh really fucking ugh, just a so great hot. just a good example of i feel like i feel like this song just just really makes you feel the idea of a of a six four going to a five chord in just such a big way. Like, or, or is it is it that or is it a is it a sus? I, I don't think is it is it a I six think it four? It is a six four, yeah. 
or is it? We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. But um, but there's also a lot of different versions of the same kind of four chords or five chords going yeah. around that aren't isn't the same, like like the verse and the chorus and the bridge all use like one, three, four, five, and six mm-hmm. as most songs do, right? Yeah. But it's like at the same harmonic rhythm all the time. There's never a point where the har- where the harmony becomes like a main focus of the song, right? No. Um, but like. But, like, it kind of changes kind of subtly based on each section, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, one, three, four, five, yeah. right? Uh, also, just for whatever it's worth, every time they go up to that, that fucking da-da-da, it's really fucking gorgeous. I don't, I don't get it, but, like, I just... Each time the chorus comes back, I'm just delighted <laughs> to yeah. like hear that part again. Like it's it's a very nicely done thing. Like the first time through where everybody drops out and then the second time in they add harmony under it and then like the very last time it comes out of that big swell out of nowhere and like I feel like they knew they had a, a just an excellent idea for a chorus <laughs> and like really it's, literally like took advantage of it every time yeah like, they treat it differently each time do through. they though i mean yeah. like like you know the song better than i do so my 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 one complaint was that with such a noticeable what i guess the word that comes to my mind is like head of the chorus right mm-hmm. like the beginning right da, 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 da. right there is like for it being so recognizable, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have played with it more. Like like there could have been more on that because that's the moment of the song, yeah. right? But they could have done like I don't know. I feel like that could have been the point of variation that could have made this song like just a little bit more fresh because they come back. I'm sh- I know that they do different shit like later on in the section. Yeah, but I feel like there's it's like a very structurally important moment that they have built up like this big expectation which is perfect for doing something like they could have been like <laughs> like not that but like like one of the singers could have gone on like they all wait to go and start doing their improv thing at the same time i feel like i feel like there's there was a bit of a missed opportunity to do something musically a little bit more i don't because I mean, yeah, yes, maybe if they like were repeating it all the time. But they do. How many times does this chorus come back? Three. Just three? There's three choruses in really? this song. Yeah. I feel like there's five or four. There it well. There's we'll, a big difference. We'll, we'll go through it, but I'm pretty sure it's it's three choruses. I wrote down kind of the structure of it. It's not my intention to knock the song either. I was just saying that. It, no, no, it's, no. But it's that's, like a, that's something part... we say a lot is that it gets old. But I don't think it gets old in this song because it's used you were very like sparingly in this. I think. I think it's. Is it though? I don't. Let's, let's to, go through it. Maybe it's because it's also like the high note, right? They yeah. never go like oh, <laughs> like they don't go higher. <laughs> I love the fucking last variations in it, though. Right, they, but they do I feel more like variations it's... on the verse than they do on the chorus. Right, like um, towards the end of it. Um, um, and that's I. I feel like this. I don't have any evidence to back this up, but mm-hmm. I feel like the like the refusal to change this one part of the song is more like a business decision than a musical decision. Yeah. I feel like if you're really singing it live for three minutes and you come back to the same point every time, you'll probably do it a bit different just like because you're a musician. 
like and like there's different ways to do it Let's, but like i feel like there's also this like fix that i notice with movie songs where it's like here's the part like this is the like that the, this is the three musketeers thing right yeah three notes yeah right yeah three singers three notes it's like it's a very uh commercially compact yeah. and like it's not worth ruining that for for like a little bit of musical variation i think to probably i I, maybe that's a weird way of thinking about it but i don't know i let's let's go through it because i'd argue that there are some things that save it each time that are different but let's 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 give it a listen it's not that it's like ruins it either i feel like saying that it's i needed something to save it it's like it's still enjoyable because like the truth of the matter is that, like, the reason that I'm disappointed is because it's already a really well set up thing, yeah. right? Is that, that, or not even disappointed. Maybe I just didn't hear it right. But, like, the reason that I expect something more is that they've already done all the work to make this one structural part really stand out and important. And yeah. I feel like that, I don't know. It's not, it's not like a big critique that the song is ruined. Sure. Let's <laughs> listen to, let's get a couple chords down and just figure it out. We're in D. I've got the chords. Let's do some narration, maybe. D. For in D. Can I, can I, can I do my X-Men thing? <laughs> What's your X-Men thing? <laughs> Where I roll my eyes in the back of my head and shout out the chords. Sure. Uh, <laughs> boom. We're in D. Most of the chords are, are D, F sharp, G, and A. Yeah. Like a lot of the time. And maybe um, a quick, give it all. Yeah. Right, right. Let's hear it. D. It's not like it's really a savant skill. Is there maybe a tint of like this bluesy kind of like, not really said, but like kind of existing as a precedent for this verse here? Or it's like some, maybe that it's like the sus, right? Like it goes up to kind of a four with like a, an E in it and then drops back down to D. D, G, D, yeah. or whatever. It's pretty. With the with him singing the E, I Ooh, feel like. It's love inside. When it's love inside. When it's inside. love inside. I feel like there's a lot of susses or, or six fours going to root positions, right? Yeah. There's a lot of, like, shared bass note. Yeah. Right. We've got the root of this like D which chord is, in it, which, which is, is really like extending and then familiar, right? Yeah. It's like the same idea as like being on a team and trying your best, but like being able to fall back onto your teammates, right? Onto there's your there's this there's this idea of like reaching out and even in the main motive, right? Right? There's like I'm out here on my limb, but I feel safe to return, right? There is this kind of yeah, mm-hmm. like it starts on that A when it's love inside, and then goes back down to the A. It's like this little blossoming mm-hmm. of a of a also pentatonic, Scotsman. Right? <laughs> yeah, got a nice pentatonic thing, and then and then we get we get. I think it's Brian Adams, but I'm not. Also, sure. instrumentation, piano and drums. Oh, guitar. Yep. Really quickly, what, can we talk about finishing each other's sandwiches um, as like uh, uh, uniting what is finishing, <laughs> finishing each other's sentences? Yeah. Um, I'm so used to saying finishing each other's sandwiches because that's just a joke, isn't it? <laughs> um, but but 
but like the back and forth when it's love really quickly i know that we're still in the technical music chords and notes and rhythms part but like there is something happening where where like there is a third narrator kind of or fourth narrator kind of or they're all sharing the same narration this is right it's like an interesting thing to kind of parse out with with like who is the speaker right because because they're acting the speakers acting through these three people and like it's almost like they all have like a tentacle in their brain and the <laughs> the person who wrote the song is like the thing that's crazy you say though this, okay, you okay. Say this. let me just if we're going to talk about lyrics for a minute uh, when it's love you give is Rod Stewart. Also, this thing, I'm not sure this is trustworthy, but this is saying that Sting is the second voice. I'll be your man. Brian Adams face. and Sting sound really similar to yeah. me. So, Brian Adams might even have just written everything and not actually sang in it. Or maybe sang for but like sang on the music or something. Video. Yeah, I don't know, man. Anyways, I let's call it Sting Brian for now. Cranston. Let's call it Sting for now. <laughs> it's interesting because it's not really finishing each other's sentences. It's adding a second narrative it's Is not it because- yes listen so when it's love you give sting says something then in love you live is the next thing that's two connected parts of a if plus then this sting comes in with i'll be a man of good faith like it's like a separate thought. That's complex because it they, they because it, it works I'll both. How does Sting's words connect to, to? I'll make a stand. I won't break. And then together, right. I'll be the rock you can build on. Right. Or so whatever. they each have their own rhyme scheme, right? Mm-hmm. Give and whatever. Faith break, give live. Right. And, and then, then they go together, right? Be so there when you're old. That's that's not that simple. No. I mean, like like that that, that that that's not just call and response. That, and that's it's, like it's different opposite, ranges, different too. ranges, different directions. Mm-hmm. But it's da 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 da. Start low, right. go up. Da, 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 but I, but I, but this is heard mainly as an upward gesture. I yep. feel like it's worth. That's what I'm saying. It goes right. up and retracts. Sting. Right. I'll be your man of good faith, or whatever right. he does there. It's this descending kind of like, mm-hmm. wah, wah, like like popping into to cut off the other one it's right. like you're not cut off but but respond to it it's a but, good but at the same time it's not even it, it you there's a lot of different uh perspectives in which you can see these lines just the words interacting with each other right yep. um which adds to it's weird because i feel like it hits the first time i heard it it seemed really kind of simple mm-hmm. and just like and when I say this, you say that. Right, it's when kind I, of call it, and response but it's different. But it's, it's a deep call and response that has, like, each person is fixed with their own melodic direction and their own rhyme scheme. Um, and then they kind of come together in, yeah. like, a perfect kind of duet way, right? And on, on, like, is the third and fourth half of the... Or, also to note that Sting is singing, like, on this F sharp, right? With a different voice. Like, mm-hmm. you can, he's got a recognizably distinct voice from Rod Stewart and is singing on a new distinct note. Right. Like, right away. It's, it's a really fucking nice way of, like, I would say, I would say Rod Stewart emphasizes the A and the E-D. Sting emphasizes the F sharp and D, right? Yeah. So it's this da 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 ba da 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 ba da. It's it's really pretty. Yeah. Um, um, and then yeah, they continue on into this duet. Let's listen to it again. I'll make a stand. I'll make. I'll be Three. 
No, it was a 6 4. 6 4 with the singing, yeah. Alright, so our chords are our chords are D major with these little da da kind of plagal things happening. Uh, then we go up to G and then D6 4 5. Mm hmm. So here it goes. Also, it's like a little flat from our keyboards. Yeah, I know. It's weird. G? Three. Oh, three. Right? Yeah, I think so. It's like a. Wait, let me hear it one more time. Is our beat? One, two, three, four, one. Like that? Yeah, it's either that or one. It's really slow. Two, three, four. Can you imagine it all being like 30 (laughs) second notes? Um, I mean, but like, honestly, this is... A slow movement of a Beethoven sonata. (laughs) I truly have something that I've been meaning to talk about, which is that notation is kind of screwed with how we hear beats, I think, sometimes. Because we have to imagine that it it must all be 30 second notes and 64th notes if the beat is slow. But like, is the... Is it... How do you measure a beat? Because I, I kind of think that the harmonic pace also has a lot to do with it, right? Like, if the D major chord... It makes more sense to me that the D major chord would be one measure than two, right? Where there's love you give. Right? Or two than four, right? It's like you... My first thought is always to truncate until the chords are in like either ones or twos, right? Um, Because I feel like that's how it's heard. But that's not necessarily... Um, like, or to go to the part with like the most harmonic motion, because like if if that part is gonna right. be like really spread out, it's not gonna make as much sense. I feel like I feel like ba da bump in the That's chorus true. is like a beat 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 or something going on there. Or it's possible that like there's I, I feel like there's this idea that we get from notating things that there is one tempo and one way of dividing the beat and group groups and stuff like that but i think part of what makes music exciting is when that changes for our ear right like we have this big empty field almost like margaritaville style right just big d major chord that just sits there right and that part of the song feels slower um than like give it all right that part feels faster but that doesn't mean that they have to be either one or the other right like Part of the song can be in like these big half note groups, and part can be in a quarter note group, right? Yeah. But, but I feel like notating makes that. I feel like I don't know. I, I've been having gripes with how to with how to with what I hear with the beat versus how I would write it down. I feel like sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. I mean that's. I feel like that's been a, a really interesting problem. Like since we started fucking working in here, is just like the perception of how we hear shit. Like right. I hear shit in these like massive chunks all the time i feel like that you kind of break up according to like how you were kind of trained to classically do so and then we both wind up with these pieces of paper that's like my song is 64 measures long and my song is like oh i'm on measure 16 right now and like it's it's really it's really kind of surreal to have these like warped ideas of how sound moves and how you want to like capture it Um, but but i would say that the the basic thing is being consistent so that like your own logic makes sense to yourself right like like and like there's a there's 
not to not to like knock notation or whatever because it's a, a good it's thing old. but but like yeah like if you want somebody to play this you're not gonna like show them your written score for this you're gonna be like d this. right like, and they're gonna riff and they're not gonna think about like it. like you can like, write down yeah. you can write down a bunch of letters and the timing will just like come to itself like right. you're not gonna sit there being like, <laughs> like, right, like <laughs> one two yeah, it's like a very you you it's give somebody feeling. a guitar who can play guitar who and can they'll, play they'll figure out how to play the song. Like it's not like a it that's yeah. why it's kind of fun to to do it from from like memory sometimes. I just do it I just do it writing it down so that I can actually like look back on it and see where we've <laughs> kind of been and where we're going. So, okay. So let's say that we've got kind of this, right? Boom. Two, three, four, one. Da, two, uh, three, uh, four, one. I think that makes sense. Yeah, so I'm calling this four, four. Uh, Rod Stewart's got the majority of bar one. Ba, da, 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 dum, bum, bum. Which is really pretty. That's so off the beat. I love it every time when Sting comes in. I'll be your man of good faith. It's really pretty. Man of, of good faith. faith. Is it triplets or is it like a man dotted? Man of good faith. Ba dum bum bum. Triplets. Bum, bum. I think so. Yeah. Or it's like a hemiola or something. Right. Dum, triplets bum, against bum. Yeah. Uh, really pretty. I, I I like that. Then that's a reason why it's all D, right? This is like a super D verse with the little like. Well, right, because there's there's. The I mean, and they take advantage of it with like the complex narrative duet on top, right? Yeah, they've got they've got enough room in this kind of field of D to have these like two voices, and it really lets you like hear where each of them are in the in the in the mix in the too. harmony, yeah, in the mix. Ah, da 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 da, and then okay, so let's let's keep going. I would I would argue that Rod Stewart gets sucked into Sting's narrative. Technically, it's Rod Stewart's time, right? Yeah, but he gets sucked it, into he gets sucked into Sting's like like uh, cell of like motive motive, right? And I would and I would argue that. This is again. We've talked a little bit about the rule of three, right? Yep. This would be Sting's third time doing his thing. He decides to skip like his turn, yep. right, and go up a couple notes, go up right? to and, where... and add harmony to it, right? So there's like, it's also it's a it's another complex kind of rule of thirds between a duet, right? Yeah, it's like the third time for both of them. Mm-hmm. They both do something different. One person gets stuck with the other person while he goes <laughs> up there, yep. right? Like I don't know. I you think take my like, job. I'm gonna go up here. Like it's yeah. a, it's a very nice. It's a it's. I mean, it's yeah. The rule of three. It's like the time when you need a change from this. Right. Um, I, I still think of like uh, like a prayer and yep. like some other ones of having like really good use of that. Right. I mean, like to break down the rule of three really quick, like. My favorite when I when I talk to my students about it, I always use like, yep, yep. right. How it's like the 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 third time it always takes off somewhere, right? Yep. Um, third time meaning like this is time number one. Ba, 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 this is technically different, but it's also following the same rhythm and sequence, yep. right? The next one should be right, right. but it goes. 
right? and launches, it, it off, launches off, right? Yeah. Or, um, I mean, there's so many examples, right? Yeah. But just to kind of break it down for people who are new to this idea, the, um, it's like a very easy way to structure, or not easy, but it's a very, it's a, it's something that we've noticed a lot in this room that people will structure their like little motives of like, I'm going to do it the same way twice. And then the third time, and there's like a lot of up. complex ways to, fuck with that yeah i think right? like this this is yeah, a good example a of like a, a very fucking interesting way to go about this is like one singer in their world the second singer in their world second time the singer second time the other singer third time they join together right. it's like and a, that's even like a more basic way of putting what happens yeah. i think is and as a rule of three it's like separate separate se separate both of them separate both of them separate both of them together yeah right yeah um does the chord stay the same when they get to the the I'll be the rock I think he goes to three first Or is that a one six Is it a one six or I think it's a one six I just kept hearing the third in the bait A one six right on that What would that be? Bar I'll five? be the rock Sounds minor. Um, what is it? I feel um, like it's. What is the? There's a. I still hear that D. Besides, if it was enough sharp, when they it wouldn't. What sound about a so... B a B one a B six four? No. No, because I hear bum bum leading up to the G. Right? You're right, you're right. Okay, so we go to a D64. Uh, D63. Uh, I'll be the rock you can. That's so pretty. They land on that big F sharp all right. over, over the G, over the G chord. And this is all pretty because of how long we just had the D chord, right? Yeah. Because it, it, it could just be totally normal still sounding with the D and not moving, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, we haven't had a chord change, right? Right. I'll be the rock. Or we haven't had a bass on. note change. More importantly, sharp, we've had right? these like, like little flashes right. of other color. But it's weird how how just going to a six three chord sounds so fucking different. Minor too. I think it does sound minor. It has a sadder kind of quality because there. I've always thought that when you hear a one six after a one, you know you're leaving. Right, so it's like that's kind of part of what makes it sad. <laughs> it's weird. Like, okay, let me let me in in what classical music kind of made me think of in in chord inversions is very kind of like it was important, but it was still kind of the same chord. Is always the sense I that's, got. That's how you have to teach it. It's yeah. like it's the same. Like listen, like this and this. I can use them in the same place, and they won't mess up like. The and right just hand. to just to clarify, we're talking about a D chord is root position. What we've been in with a D right. in the bass, D F sharp and A. D in that F order. sharp A, and then where we go in the I'll be the rock is a first inversion chord, which means which instead means that of, we put the the second. Up. Which means <laughs> that instead of a D in the bass, we move up to an F sharp in the bass. 
Same exact three notes. It's just a matter of which one is the lowest. Right. First ones were Ds. This one is an F sharp in the bass, which shouldn't affect the quality of the chord that much. But it like does. It's, but it does. Especially if it's low in the bass, because you're offsetting all of the overtones that sit so nicely uh, on a normal D major chord. Um, right? Yeah. Like the whole reason that a major chord is set up the way that it is, or is voiced that it is, is because it clashes the least amount. Mm-hmm. Right? Like a six four. You have the you have this fourth, which not on this keyboard, but like in a big that would be the acoustic next. setting, right? Would be like they just don't sound as stable. Yeah. Right? That would be the next inversion, is you have an A in the base right. of a D chord instead of instead of the third or the root. Um It no, it's just I, I just wanted to point out I always I always kind of feel like I gloss over like okay we're Inversions. still in D right. especially in pop songs it's like everybody's playing some funky little thing in the bass and kind of like riffing on chords and there's notes just all over the place this is a really intense example of the difference between a D chord and a D chord in first inversion mm-hmm. I feel like because you hit that and yeah it sounds minor like I thought it was also absolutely like a three chord the, the two part harmony yeah right? Bum. So pretty. We get that G chord on the pr- the protects you. Is that what he says? I'll be the rock you can build on. Is he still talking about his bros? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll be their rock. Uh, he'll be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. All right, let's listen to the end of our verse. Guitar. G again. A. Or six four. I think it's. This is a big debate in classical music: is whether the six four chord is really an extension of five, or if it's truly a one that's in the wrong spot and in the wrong inversion. Somebody, and it's totally not important. But if we're gonna talk about inversions as being important, then I feel like it kind of is, right? Like um, the point is, is that it's leading back to one. Whether you call it a five six, I've heard five six four, and I've also heard like one, um, or, or I've I've heard it be called a five, some kind of five chord. Right. Let's let's, let's just break it down for a second. What we're talking about is a six four chord, which is we were just talking about inversions. There's the one with the D in the bass. There's a one, first inversion is F sharp in the bass, and then the last one is a 6-4. It's the second inversion. It's the A in the bass. Imagine imagine having, um, like, numbers 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. and the first chord is 1, 2, 3. The second chord is, is two, 2, 3, three one, 1, and, and the, last then one the last one is 3, three one, 1, 2, yeah. right? But really, all that matters is the bottom one. So, but Bottom one's the most important To keep it note. simply... Like what? one, two, three, two, three, one, three. And two, all these three, chords one, have like different kind of functions. They can do different things in different contexts. The main across the board thing that six four chords are used for, like throughout almost all music, is to just fall to the three five chord. Is fall to our dominant, which in this case is A. Mm-hmm. Da, the top two notes drop down. Da. Right. Or in a similar vein, a plagal cadence uses the same idea. Yeah. And if we I'm, drop into I'm, our big one, or our, our which we've our tonic used already, kind of tonic in functional the song, chord, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the debate about like how you label it always seemed really kind of like if you want to debate it, until, sure. unless you want to have a consistent way of thinking about it or hearing it, because I do hear it as a five. I don't hear it in any way as like a one chord that gives me the feeling of a one. 
Yeah, um, no. It's, it's an extended five, right? It's like a, it's like a, this is why people call it what? Like a five, six, four? Yeah. Right? Rather than, even though five, six, four should start on what, yeah. E? No, right? I mean, it's always just seemed like, yeah, I feel like everybody, um, if you're clear that it's got a dominant function, then just write it however you want yeah. it. Like it's weirdly, it's weirdly like tricky if you don't really get that it's a one six four, but not really a one function. I remember blah, 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 Lasser blah. was really about this mattering, and, and it's <laughs> why I don't care. Yeah. No, it's like it's like bro, like I got dude, it. Yeah, like dude. we're going to five. Yeah. It's a dominant kind of. But feeling. really, it's just a five. It's not a one, even yeah. though it has all the notes of one. It's yeah. like yeah, that's a beautiful kind of, um, like truth i yeah. suppose but get over it <laughs> anyway we're over it now um. which is uh, just last thing to point out i don't think we've done a song in here that in a verse does all the three inversions of the tonic in like a big way That's true. you know like it's it's pretty it's illustrating we're using our most our three most basic chords the one the, th- the four and the five but like it's doing them in a very like classically put my play, son like, in jail i'll put your son <laughs> in that jail um it's pretty and it, it really fucking i i don't know there's there's not a lot of songs that i really love a good six four to five i mean it doesn't like, sound really corny i feel like and like going up one. the inversions like this is it's hard to actually get them all i feel like this is almost like a shalon bass exercise or something like yeah. that right <laughs> speaking of lasser um shalon bass exercises are just these old things that you would be given a bass a series of like a bass line and then write chords over it based mm-hmm. on how the bass line moves yep. and this is something that you have to do in harmony class harmony class. did you take you took the harmony class didn't you like as an elective, I had to take it. But. No, I just took his like oh, random the melodic something class for for dummies. I took like his like my all my conspiracy theories yeah. special course <laughs> stuck into <laughs> stuck into one semester. Nothing, nothing. Uh, only, a brief only history, <laughs> a brief history of every idea I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally every class with everybody at school. Is there a anything? <laughs> um, is there anything interesting in the melodic part for the end of the verse? I'm gonna play it here. I mean, it's parallel thirds, right? It's, it's, it's symbolic of them being hand-in-hand to hand and together, right? Like, if they were doing some contrary motion shit, it would sound more like they were trying to be separate, right? But going into going into parallel thirds, I yeah. mean, it's a little simplified musically, but it serves the emotional purpose of, like, ah, uh, we're together, right? And, and we mm-hmm. represent one big sonic force in this song now, right? Um, yeah. We also get our lowest note, I think. Be there when you're old. Which, the, uh, like, F-sharp in the bass. Do have and to hold. Be there when, when you're, you're old. To, to have and to hold. Let me, let me hear it one more time. So we just came off of, the like, the highest note so far. That, I'll be the rock. That really high A. Wait, it doesn't. There when you're old. I think he stays on the F sharp. It's like horn calls. Old. Is it? Is it not like when he goes down to the one, the bottom note goes down to five, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
<laughs> right? What are the notes in the in the top you're saying there? I'll be A A G F F G D G G G F D F F F E. I don't think he goes unless it's like a a masculine chest voice to head voice like right. Unless it's like something registerly and not really note wise. It's like let me hear it one more time. So he's singing "Be There." Be be there when no, it's B to E. Be there when you're parallel thirds moving by a fourth. Be there when you're old. Be okay, so it fits into the G harmony. Be there when you're old. Or like the E seven harmony, right? Um, yeah. Be there when you're old, which lands on the, the six, six four. four. Be there when, when you're old, to have and to hold, and we land on the. Da, 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 da. Is that the second time yeah. through? It's F sharp A D. I think F. it's really just parallel thirds. Yeah. Which, in some sense, is more complicated on certain chord notes and intervals. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like jumping from, like, D, G, 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 F, or D, G, 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 F, D, G, G, D, G, 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 F, is kind of, like, not really harmonic really as much as the... just parallel, right? Yep. Um, D, 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 D. This is... Okay. I want to... We've had like also the biggest silence in melodically so far in the song, which is kind of nice here. After this big, I'll be the ba da 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 da. Right. Boom. Dee 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 dee. It's nice because then what they they switch from kind of emphasizing the off beats to really emphasizing the down beats. After that, we get this pause that almost like shifts the perspective of where we're gonna be in the beat. Mm-hmm. We keep this. Da 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 I keep thinking that this is gonna go. I will go down with this ship. Do you know that song? No. By Dido. Never mind. Bomb. But we get these big downbeats, right? Yeah. There when you're on two, three, da 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 one. Right. But also, I mean, like, what what do you like? I don't know. I feel like there's. There's, I don't know why I got Lasser on the brain today. <laughs> Maybe it's just we open a can of worms. But um, I remember being told, not just by him, but by multiple people, that you're either heading towards a cadence or you're like sequencing, right? Or like you're like either in a, you're either on your one sequencing or or headed towards one, right? On your one sequencing or headed. You, towards. you are either there's three different things. You're either yeah. on your one. Mean or you're sequencing, right? Or you're trying to get back to your one, right? And here it's like we're on our one, and then we're on our way back to one, (laughs) right? Yeah. And and that's also kind of those those differences are kind of shown in the vocal line. Like on one we can fuck around, and like have our little duet, but if we're headed back to one, we all kind of group together to kind of have this singular purpose of going back to one, which is so that right? Like, 
And even with the, if you add the the major seven right before it, I'll be the rock you can build on. Right, you're still keeping that D and that F sharp ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have a lot of different kinds of voice leading and, and harmonies. It seems very aware. We've also got this, like, the structural high notes of the... Yeah. There's a lot of tonal organization here. Yeah. Um, just with, like, a very simple little riff. Right? Yeah. Chord progression. Um, okay. Let's keep going. Okay. I think it's just a repeat of the verse. Also, is, Thank this, God. is this a... I feel like this is like a nine bar thing, which is weirding me out. Hang on. Oh no, he's on the downbeat. Okay. So this is bar one. Voice swap. Yeah. Cute. What's that? Let's break down a voice swap for me. A voice swap is, let's say that you're singing, uh, bah, and I'm singing, bah, and then now we're going to switch. Bah, bah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's something that is kind of considered in my mind, a kind of sophisticated thing. Because usually voices are supposed to have their own range. So far, Rod Stewart is low and Sting is high. Yeah. Right? So to have one person kind of go up into the others is almost like... It, it reminds me of like being in like church and like singing and trying to harmonize for this one part that you've already done once the right way, right? It's like a little bit of ornamentation. Like it's mm-hmm. the you already know what note to sing, yeah. right? It's still there. And, and but, it also, like- but it also creates what, like a... Like a nine chord? Or is that on the G or is that on the... Be there when you're old, having to hold. I think I it was know. in that part right at the end there. Oh, okay. Or from the wind and the rain or whatever. Um, which is, I mean, granted that they're all kind of lame. <laughs> uh, they're all fucking like singers. Right. Like that's their whole fucking deal is that they sing and write songs where they sing. So right. it's like they know how to do it <laughs> like it's not i i feel like i feel like singer like man singers are just kind of corny but like they can do it like it's not a question yeah. of what they're bad at it it's just that it's kind of silly looking i and, mean like, like the idea sounding. is like um i think what makes it bizarre right now is more cultural than than just like uh like like what is the word that i'm thinking of like true like it's not inherently corny for white men to be singing Mm-mm. in a trio right um about how much they love each other like mm-hmm. in fact uh, like throughout time there's so many bro bro songs from <laughs> every genre possible yeah um but it's it's the manner in which it is presented i think that has aged interestingly besides the fact that they were already old um, <laughs> like, um, like they were at the. I I always say like motorcycle tenors when I when I think of people that like how this really live. Kind of, like I think of like Motorhead as being like a kind of nasty version, yeah. and then like it being cleaned up by singers like Sting and people that made it like more, um, like 
controlled but like as an affect rather than the main way that they have to get words out like with lemmy it's like lemmy yeah. can't he's like trying to get the words out but sting like just he can sing normally and then add that in yeah. right um so it's like a more palatable thing but that that in itself is a strange concept that i think people like we have to think about why they're singing the particular way that they're singing if we want to know why it sounds weird when now. there's love right. inside the 80s is like the like the was this song no this is the 90s yeah, right but the, but it sounds real 80s right early 90s i feel like is also just like how like early or like 2010 2011 music still sounds kind of like early 2000s music or like evolved early 2000s yeah, music rather so. than 2010s music yeah. right um or like 2000s music early 2000s music well, yeah like, but that's also just based on how we how we hear decades or whatever right. like, but that's no, true but like 1993 like a, is still kind of indebted to the 80s more than it is to the 90s i feel like sure. like especially this song yeah this song in particular no i'm just saying like, that has to do with like how we culturally think about decades and music, but right. like obviously it's not going to align like decade by decade right. exactly. or something. Like exactly, um, there's still going to be parts of the '80s and the early '90s, and there's going to be parts of the 2000s and the late '90s, and like, it's but, just how time works. But what is what is the angle that's captured by like a rough, high-voiced guy? What is the what is the appeal, or what is the what is the, what is it that that person stood for in that time that was like an attractive thing like, to, to listen for? Like beautiful, beautiful, capable man singer was who's also like really a, strong, kind of like Bruce Springsteen. In yeah, it comes. Too, out, I mean, right? I feel like it all it all goes back to like uh, Frank Sinatra and that yeah. kind of vein of like man who can sing because like that that started to not be a thing like people started to be embarrassed about being like a man who sings or be way not embarrassed enough and do do (laughs) hair metal um (laughs) yeah but people started to be like like i I, yeah i feel like it kind of went on a style you needed to have like a band and that was maybe more appropriate is that you can be like a singer of your band or whatever but like the the piano and and singing the billy joel style yeah uh but so I feel like that is compensated for here is it's like starting to go out of style, but they inject like enough like masculine affect into the voice to like make it more masculine or masculine? No, masculine. Like if you're going to be if you're going to be just like very pretty voice m- man guy singing, it's going to be. Well, I think they're pretty, pretty boys. With with like yeah, but I'm saying the naturally rasp. pretty voices that they then rasp. Yeah, right? exactly. What we're they saying, they're right? they're adding in this <laughs> to like to like try to to try to get them. I feel like it was a misguided attempt at like trying to be like as tough as you can be while you're doing just a really emotional sensitive thing. Right, <laughs> like, it, and and it comes from like I feel like it's like a weird third generation like or like fourth or fifth generation like blues rasp right Mm -hmm. that that comes from like literally being untrained and like like not like like using strain to move your voice around but then you have these people that are trained in singing like quite literally i'm sure rod stewart sting and brian adams all have vocal coaches like conservatory training yeah maybe like if they don't then they're around people that do yeah that that can like help them sing healthily and stuff like that and then add this as an affect which in its own way is kind of inauthentic 
I think, yeah. right? And part of the reason why it doesn't stay around today is like, oh, this is just like, this is how, like, I don't know. It's an act. Right? I also feel like it has, um, there's, there's got to be a certain part of it that is a reaction to like, gay male singers of like the 80s and stuff like I, I i feel like that was that was a big part of why people kind of stopped wanting to be a guy who sings is because like after like queen and like i don't know like david bowie to a certain extent like it started to become like a thing about your own sexuality after a while like is just that- the normal straight guys didn't have they didn't have their alley of being a tough like be like but like what kind of place like like that never ex- you're always corny when you go up and sing right like there's but like, nothing but you like, can't help it when when queen shows up and it's like i want to ride my bicycle and it's just like right. well like Okay, I guess I can't do that anymore. People are gonna think I'm gay, like Queen or but something. But that's so dope of Freddie Mercury. Yeah, on no, top, that's what uh, I'm to like shut down this whole like, <laughs> um, like or not shut because he can also d- d- like draw from that as well, right? Like we will rock you, which we hear like about every night. Yeah, um, like is definitely in a more mo- like they wouldn't play that in Yankee Stadium over and over again if it wasn't super macho feel uh, pretending at least, mm-hmm. right? Um, so Freddie Mercury is, in my opinion, a much more versatile and aware singer than like any one of these three people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? I'm but, saying I'm but, saying that but, these guys are like scared of coming off right. as yeah, like, exactly. as like a Freddie Mercury there's, gay guy. There's like a fear of of like they want to sing and be like little prima donna pretty people. Yeah, but they don't want to be thought of as gay. Right. But they want to <laughs> sing this bro. <laughs> yeah. They want to <laughs> sing a song about loving your bros. Right. Um, and. and like nothing but butt pats and shoulder hugs and squeezes and 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 looking longingly into each other's eyes but no homo right <laughs> like this is kind of like the main weird funny part about this song that is it's kind of like and it's it's not just this song it's everything that tried to be macho ever yeah. right <laughs> is a joke because the i don't know yeah um, i mean like i like the guy we were talking about, Lang, Robert Lang or whatever, like did like boy band shit. He was like all over in sync yeah. and all that stuff is just like sexy boys who are really straight. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a whole vibe of that in the nineties that mm-hmm. I, I think just evolved to just be so outdated and yeah. just kind of be looked back on as, uh, it, I mean, it's almost, like I feel like it's now. like a, it's like a, I'm so straight. I'm not aware of how gay I seem <laughs> yeah. kind of vibe. Right. Does that make sense? Like, like gay, how gay I seem in a cultural way, not like in a, that, that sounded offensive, but I didn't mean no. it like that. Like, I mean, like, like they are so much what they're afraid to be Yeah. that the only way to really tough it out is to be, is to feign as much ignorance <laughs> as you can about <laughs> it, right? It's like, 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 and I feel like this is, this is something that crashed and burned huge in the eighties with like ACDC where, where people are just doing insane things with their voices yeah. and still trying to pretend tend to live this like pussy and 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 meat <laughs> style right like they're like i don't know yeah no i mean that's i think that's part of the reason that like some of this shit is so endearing to me is because it's also just like it's so unaware <laughs> yeah and so like not understanding where it lies like socially like we were talking off mic a while ago about how despite like fantasy heavy metal like all obsessed with like demons and satan and fairies and stuff almost just 
despite how just like problematic and hyper masculine it's trying to be, it almost gets a pass because it's just so confused and just so obviously (laughs) like not at home in this world (laughs) that it's like almost kind of endearing. I feel like this is kind of in the same vein as just like, boy, like all these guys just seem like they're so scared (laughs) of like where they are in in the culture that they live in and are just trying so hard to like fit in and still make pretty songs right and then i think people also attach like like yo that's how you can be like a tough guy who's sensitive right yeah. but like no not really <laughs> like they're not tough like, they're, right. <laughs> like anyway we gotta keep going because because we we haven't even gotten to a chorus yet um let's let's power on after. i mean luckily there's a lot of repeats structurally yeah, and we are. can kind of just talk about the ornamentation for the other parts, right? There's yeah. like a bridge and a guitar solo that we have to get through in a chorus, but yeah, let's do let's do a chorus. We're about to be on it. Kind of excessive. Let's make it Is that really quickly? Is this the nine that you're talking about? The I feel nine? like you said that you felt like this part was a nine. No, I no, feel no, like no. There no. is I, this extra bar right here, right? Boom. I was talking about something bow. else, but but it could be. I was I was hearing a pickup as bar one, but it was it was not. So let's let's bum bum bum. What is that? What are the three chords there? It sounds like F sharp. I don't know. Play it one more time. A D, bum, D, bum, e, e, F, let's give it all. Right, so it's D, the bass goes D, E, F sharp. Maybe like one. I guess it's like one, five, five six, six four, four, and then a one, six, and then a, and then a four, right? Okay, let's try it again. Not this time. G. E. A. No. Yeah, but one, six, four. I like that. Stop it really quick. Yeah. G. B. A. F sharp. G. Let's give it all and all for all. Right. right. Let's okay. So let's break this down. We've got literally this whole thing should just be G, right? I mean, like the the. I, this is why I feel weird about calling these really like harmonic steps because they are and aren't at the same time. I feel like they almost serve as like a baseline counterpoint more than anything else. Bum 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 bum. Um. Because if I play all the lines, I like the parallel fifths. Oh, you're talking about in the second one? Let's let's go back and break this down. So we've got this this yeah in the big A chord, yeah. and then our D A C. We've got this kind of walk up of D mm-hmm. E yeah. F sharp. Let's give it. G, oh, silence. G. Oh, that's right. This time. Let's make it. Let's make it. Let's make it. D, let's, F, A. Let's make it. 
right? Oh shit, you're right. D, F sharp, A. By the way, for anybody weirdly enough following along, every time I say F, I mean F sharp, obviously. <laughs> yeah. that would, or else it would just be the saddest song ever. Bum, ba, dum, ba, da. So these are all beat by beat. One, two, three. A da, 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 da. <laughs> I feel like the beat drop there is kind of worth mentioning too. Kind of throwing off the beat, right? I think it's F sharp E D. Ba da da. And da for so two F sharps. Da 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 dum. Right. Da 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 dum. Da da da. Let's give it up. <laughs> What's your best sting? Is it Sting that sings that part? Um. Let's give it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. I gotta. I gotta hear it again, and then and then I'll attempt it. Two of them. Let's no. <laughs> Let's make it. Let's oh, make it. Oh, 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 <laughs> Let's make it. Let's make it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so emotional, dude. The yeah in the in the. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. a. I feel like it's a bit too extra, honestly. Yeah. It's one of my favorite parts. But it's like he. Yeah. It feels like when somebody just can't stand the silence and the <laughs> yeah, tension. I know. Like and 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 I. I feel like it's. It's just a. It's just a. I raw remember that, that was. Forward. I remember that that was the last high note song. I don't need it again to connect to. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of sonically the purpose of it is to be like. This is still where the voice is. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah. it's. I feel like. I feel like it's. It's. It's such just a it's bursting like heel, force. It's like jumping and heel clicking. What to yeah. do? <laughs> that it's a you... jump and a heel click when you're f- eight years old on your yeah. scooter. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts, especially in the video when he like cocks his head back and screams to the heavens during it. He's like, yeah, <laughs> like arms akimbo. Like who feels like that ever? <laughs> When you're when you're with your bros, man, and you gotta be there for each other. It's great. So is the one on all, or is the one on Lolita? Is the one on Because now all. I'm starting to hear an extra measure somewhere, also. Is the one here? Bow-do. I think so. Yeah. Or is the one here? Let's make it all-for-one. Right? Let's make it all-for-one. Because it's either that's the five, six, seven, eight, or that's the one, two, three, four, right? One. Well, let's see how it. Let's see how it times out. Hang on. Let me. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to narrate all of this while we. While we, while we count. Yeah. yeah. All right. So intro. Lead up. D, one. A. B. Two. G. G chord. Four. E minor chord. D64 6 
Yep. Seven. Eight. Eleven. Twelve. Twelve. So it equals out to twelve. Twelve bars and then we're back to the... But that's uneven. It seems like it's six bars and six. We have the lead up and then we have the all, da, da, and then the G, yeah. and then the E minor, and then the six, four, and then the A. Let me let me write it down, like the chords down. I feel like I'll have a better sense of where I where I am. I've got it up to the first, like six four. The one you need. What is that? Bum, bum, B A F so sharp. G, G. There's an F sharp at the end. Right. The the six four chord or the six three. Yeah, it doesn't get a kick drum, but but, so, the, but the G B A F sharp G. Mm-hmm. Let's make it, which creates parallel fifths, right? All for one. Right. Yeah. Do we land back on the a G chord with the with the F sharp in the yeah. top, just like in the in the verse? Da da dum. That's really pretty. Let's make it all for one and all for love. The bass falls at the very last one. Fuck, that's sick. I like that a lot. So we get a two five at the end. Okay. Right? Four one six two. E minor with a G in the bass. No no no. Or F no, sharp. No. A. G B or G F sharp. So the very last. G F sharp the, E. Can we start from the very first lead up? I just want to mark these these out with my measures really yep. quick because it's like twelve measures, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not even. Yes. Um. Let's do it. But can I just, I just want to hear the end of the chorus really yeah. quick and then have a thought. Is that the, is that the very end? So we just have a big, yeah, two, five, one, and that's our big ending of the thing yeah, then we got an extra we got a, our last measure for the chorus i think is that last yep. measure of d right there yep right i would like to point out to you now that i've got my like bass lines and harmony down i would like to go back to what we were saying in the very beginning of the differences in the all for ones part that you were mm-hmm. talking about yeah i would like to point out that yeah the th- what changes underneath it is the harmony and the music underneath each of them. The first time in this chorus is the first time we've heard it. Got it's this pure that. silence. We've got the the lead up, bum bum bum. So when it's 
all for one. That's all but a boom. We come in with that G chord. Second time through, we've got the same ba. So when it's all for one, it's all for love. We go to a G chord, but we approach it differently. We've got this G, B, A, F sharp, G. And then the final one, we do it even fucking differently. Oh, when it's all for one, it's all for love. Yeah. And we get like this actual resolution. Because all the ones so far have gone to G by different ways. First one, silence. Second one, so we have a hook that happens three times mm -hmm. in three different distinct ways. harmonic, not just ways, but like in different spots yeah. of, of where, like, like this being like an un, a kind of unpredictable um, phrase count, right? Yeah. Um, because this all for one keeps coming in in different spots, right? Yeah. Um, and happening differently. I will say though, I'm interested to see if they just kind of copy this formula for each chorus. Yeah. Because the thing is, the thing about this is that the hook happens three times per chorus, right? I think this is what I was kind of grabbing on to yeah. earlier, is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. as the song goes on, I think um, no matter how much instrumentally they might switch it up, I think I'm, I'm curious to see if the vocal line stays. Okay. Stays, uh, but but you're right. Like, there's a lot of instrumental very. It's a very comp... I do, can we start from the beginning now? Yeah, we're going to go chorus? back to the beginning of the chorus and, and work our way through one more time. Yeah. So, lead up. All with the silence, measure two. G, measure three. And then E7 is next, right? E7. Yep. E minor seven. A. E6, four. I'm just going to put... Oh, shit. A6, four. D again. And then this syncopated bass. ba How many measures? Um, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Eleven, twelve. I would go so far as to point out that the if our initial thing where the singer comes in to the end of the chorus, or to the start of the chorus, excuse me, to the yeah, is going to be eight bars, which makes sense because it's divided in half nicely and has this structure and everything. The singer comes in before the bar. We've got this D major kind of thing. When it's love, one. That's our eight bars starting there for our verse. Same shit happens here. We have two bars of D, and then they come in, and this You're would be our... You're talking about at the end? I'm, I'm, I'm mirroring the, the beginning of the beginning our chorus. Of the, the beginning of the chorus with the beginning of the verse, or the beginning of the verse with the end of the chorus? Because how it goes back into the verse is also kind of similar, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the end of the chorus could just have this tacked-on thing that elongates it. What? But one of those belongs, in my opinion, to the chorus, and one belongs, 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 to. Uh oh. Uh oh. We've got technical oh, it's okay. difficulties. Is it fixed? Maybe. Sometimes if you just put your elbow on the okay. my cord, we're back it'll to normal. Be weird. Okay. No, what I was gonna say is that I think one of those D's belongs to the chorus and one belongs to the verse. 
um, which changes the count of, of the verse section, I think. So you think it's a 12-bar chorus and a 9-bar verse? No. I think that it's a 12-bar chorus and an 8-bar verse with a, with a extra... Because it's like it's it almost shouldn't count as adding an extra measure of just having a l- one more measure of D. Just to I like feel like it's the, like settle yeah. your stomach. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I feel like there's there's like a point with pop music and I like especially with these songs with these long sections of no chord change, yeah. right? Like Margaritaville. I keep thinking about. Yep. Um, is that like I don't think of it. It's like it's not nine eight. It's like there's one extra measure and then. Or, you know, and then there's the normal eight. For, I think that's how we hear it, yeah. right? But but there there are these awesome gray spaces that are just held by these blanket chords, right? It's weird. That, it's, that, it seems like almost too kind of much of a, a, an artistic kind of free choice to right. in a pop song to just be like, we've got a perfectly symmetrical, like all evened out song. Throw a throw another chord in there right we need just a, like we, a just measure. Need, we need like two more seconds of just right. that just copy and paste that part one yeah, more time it's weird right it kind of weirds me out in every pop song we do because this comes up a lot yeah. people are just like eh, let's just put put, put another thing more. in there like i think we i don't feel too good after that whole chorus <laughs> like I need or a just moment of, or, moment the, of or it just sounds too, uh, too structural too on the on the plan not 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 free enough, I think, to just go like 16 bar, 16 bar, 16 bar, 16 bar, 16 bar right? It's all for love. And it's love you right? give. Right? Yeah, it, it would be, be like... too soon, and it would sound so so formulaic, I think. It's like, oh, okay, of course. Yeah. Right? But the one, the suspension of like what could happen next, yeah. it actually makes us crave it just like a little bit yeah. to, to go back to the verse, right? Let's finish up. Let's, let's hear. I think it's just going to be the regular verse again. Wait, wait, wait. Can we get the chorus one more time? I just want to make sure that we have the same thing. For the chorus? So you have the lead up measure. Yep. Boom. And then all boom, boom, with silence. But it's silence. Uh, right. dumb. And, and then, then a G. G but no. Then and just then let your feelings No, 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 no. From the very beginning of the chorus. Isn't that what he sings? Like? No. The, 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 the part where he goes double time with the chords is at the second half. It's let's give it. Oh, and ba-da-da. And then E7. Let the one you hold be the one you need. 6-4. The one you need. Let's give it now. Because when it's No, 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 no. See, this is why I wanted to double check. I have a different count than you then. Because I have, do you have A for two measures? I've got the yeah the D six four going down to the A, a. but ba, the A ba, isn't da, two measures. Ba. The A is only one measure. That's what I have. But you just played it for two. I think I screwed up. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Dad. <laughs> but, no, can can we play with the recording really quick? Yeah. Just... Let's make it all um, Wait, can we start from the? Just go on. Okay. The one you want. Six four. Yep. The one you need. Cause when it's all love, Okay, here we go. When someone that you know, then just let your feelings show. When it's all one and all love, again. Okay, so that very last one is G F E A D, right? I didn't get the A at the end. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep going. That was pretty. Can I just point that? There's a little low note in the bottom there. That's changed. A B. Yeah. A little ornamentation there. A little different. When honor just him by himself. So half is half is short. The chorus here, right? Or the verse. The verse is. I almost, always, I always, just whenever we have that, I feel like this is super common. Is a two two verses in the first part. I just write it out as like a verse, a repeat of the verse, and then chorus. But it always speeds up. This is so many songs yeah. we've done that go verse sixteen bars really for long. the first verse, yeah. eight bars for the second, right? Yeah. Which I always just think is like verse, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. I don't chorus. hear it. That's interesting because I, I think of it as this half as long verse, particularly. I feel like the first verse is the correct verse. I get that it repeats twice, mm-hmm. but I feel like that repetition is part of it being the full thing. Just like how, how you have like question and answer phrases or periods or whatever, what you call them, right? In classical music where it's like... like And then it repeats pretty much the same way, yeah. right? But this is still part of that one section because this end is a bit different. Right? That all, it's not two verses or two sections, two of the same section. It's one section in my mind. And I kind of hear this is the same with verses too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess it's just, it's like a matter of perspective. I like, I hear about that as like in the same way that I see like a repeat sign at the end of an exposition or whatever. And then you move on into your next part, like a, like a Bach, like binary sort of thing. But as I, you do, as you do your, your, your material, you repeat it and then you go to your new thing. But yeah, yeah. Like if it had a different like chord structure and everything at the end and went somewhere different, but it, it pretty much could go to the chorus. But it does do something different. I mean, it has structurally, it's meant, it's there for ornamentation. The second repeat, right? Especially the second half of the second time that you do the first verse. Um, um, is there is there to for the performer? It's a structural point. Like any like any repeat sign back in the day mm-hmm. was meant to fuck around with, yep. right? Um, I think that that also it's not just a, a, an arbitrary repeating of the first thing. It's like a necessary part of the structure of like here's our yeah. first idea. We're gonna play it again, right? And but this is the whole section here. It's not like one section and then another section and we took off a section here. It's like here's the full idea of us of the structure and then us improvising on it and that is verse one. Verse two is just the first half of that. Yeah. But it's a subtle, stupid. I feel like we're coming up with a lot of things today of like you can either think of it this way or this way yeah it doesn't matter but it does if you think about it all day long true um, um anyway it also yes. probably just has to do with like the chorus is so dramatic and like you gotta like 
I feel like if you just went right into it, it would be a it would be kind of a much more in your face song. Like they give you they give you a long verse to kind of get used to it, and then have this huge change happen. Right? But I think it there's not enough happens between the first and the second chorus to warrant this chorus coming back again. And me, other than it just being irregular in the first place, and me being like, let me hear that back one more time, right? Yeah. Like, I have I don't know if I have an issue with the shorter second verse, but I feel like it's hard to make that really satisfying. Because I feel like... Right. I mean, that plays to the idea that, like, the song's a little bit over. Right, right. Which <laughs> we talk about, we like, the, the, er, the er song, yeah. right? Or whatever. The, the song before any repeats yeah. is, like, kind of a crucial structural thing to look at. And I feel like just going right back into it is like, but we're out of ideas. <laughs> like, like, we just want to buy time until this other structural point that we have planned out. Yeah. Right? And it feels like a bit like they could have done something. Yeah. Just uh, uh, and this isn't for this song. This is just for all songs that do this. Like, yeah. fucking don't judge me. Did this too, yeah. where it was just like too close together. Yeah. I think and not enough variation. Um, and and it's not again. It's just for the sake of thinking about what 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 I hear. I it's hear not. You. It's not a. I'm not pooping. I'm not straight <laughs> let's, pooping. Let's keep going. <laughs> See, that's what should happen. Sting should have come in with the high D. Just keep... Oh, stop really quick. Excessive yeah, number two. Yeah. Um, ruining the high note that we're just about to hear. You Frustrating me. <laughs> you're not you're not appreciating how great it is to see him do it in the video. Every but I time. think that there's a difference between what is sonically building up to us, especially when you're talking about a ballad, which is the most, by definition, like the most formulaic song that exists. It's just like the longest one. You have an intro, big verse, big chorus, big verse again, big chorus again, bridge, solo, coda. Like it uses all of the big structural things to make itself really long. Yeah. But with that shouldn't come just like banality and just like the same thing over and over again. I feel like I feel like it's 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 lending itself to the fact that that Rod Stewart is slowly losing it throughout this song because he's the one at the very end who's doing that like when there's someone that you want there's someone that like he can't keep it all in. Yeah, but <laughs> like I feel like it. But he's but it's not very insightful where he chooses to burst out. Um, I like it. Yeah, I, that's fine. That's, I'm he, just saying. It's like, like a, it's like a. Um, I I feel like he's like an alarm clock going off for yeah! the chorus. <laughs> like, but, yeah, like he's like everybody, like, everybody, the chorus is coming, and then the chorus comes. Like, but it's, it's like this... he has to take away its thunder with his yes <laughs> bit, especially when it's on the same note that the chorus is about yeah. to. Yeah, the second time he does the B. Does he? Let me right before it. right before the. Oh. Let me hear. Which has been left. When honor's at stake, <laughs> this vow I will make. Yeah. It's bad, in my opinion. That is Because it's like, it's already too soon. It's just, already too he's soon. He's just making sure he hits the note. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, but, but, but what I'm saying is that, like, there's a lot going on that makes me dislike this one particular yeah and i want to explain what it is because first of all the second verse is already too short mm -hmm. um it's already predictable once we start hearing that wind up that, that <laughs> that's where we're going mm -hmm. he's already he's he's ruining the only high note that we have left kind of for that one structural part you're talking about the part. b on yeah. that yeah 
So when it's all... He's trying to discredit the bee, I feel like, by singing it before it's time. And it doesn't have the same effect. Like, having all of these A's... The first one was okay because he, at least he was just reminding us of where we were. But now he's trying to jump the gun. And, like, I feel like it ruined... It, it, the chorus is already coming back too soon as it is. I don't need another warning about the note that we're just about to hear. I don't... I, I mean, yes, that's valid. I, I hear it as, like, if we're, if we're trying to, like, psychologically feel, like, out what he's doing with that. Yeah, I hear it as, like, uh, a, a, like a conductor, like, getting the band ready for the next section. Right. Like, he's... But it's the like conductor a, doesn't make a sound. He's, he's... It's a rallying cry for... Not the next... No, it's not that B, but for the bum, bum, bum. Like, I feel like the band has been playing this very steady, like, Can we hear it one more time? And then he's like, everybody, like, it's the equivalent of, like, everybody now. Bum, bum, bum. Let's make it. But it's just, like, the same thing that he did last time on a worse note. Like it's connected with the snare hit, kind of. Yeah, I hear that as a percussive thing and as like a as a shouting out like like of of like yeah let's do it. Yeah, I get it, but I think musically he missed the mark <laughs> um, for like what would have been an effective musical situation right there. He he just kind of yelled the note that they're all about to sing. Yeah, I mean um, <laughs> I, I feel like he could have also done like come on or right, something yeah, like and that. And that would have I would have appreciated that more. I feel like than than. It's just like particularly the pitch in the exact same spot <laughs> that I feel like is just Rod Stewart screwing it up a bit, but it's kind of endearing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I, I feel like that particularly bugs you because you, you can associate those two. I've never thought about the pitch of his yeah as in any way being connected to the, the B on the top but of the next But it's literally thing. so close in the same thing. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like a pitched thing to me. Like in the yeah! video, it sounds like it he sounds hits it like... Twice. But it sounds like a yell, like the ba da ba ba is singing. When he says "yeah," I just hear it as like a guy yelling. Yeah, I mean that doesn't come off to me as like what a beautiful note. <laughs> it's like it's like he really needed to let that one out, huh? Like, I get. I it, feel it, different. It doesn't. About it, it comes off as as non musical to me in the same way or non pitched. But it, it. But but it is. This is. I feel like yeah, it, and it I should hear, either. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I'm just. It can come off differently when you're not thinking about it in terms of that. Weird thing to get hung up on for so long. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Let's uh, keep going. <laughs> Let's hear if it's all the same. I love honor being at stake. Yeah. So the same. Sorry, I just I gotta hear it one last time. Did they leave out the A or the D? That is no D. The one you need. More different riffing. One for one, one for all. And there's someone that should know, then just let your feelings show. Make it all for one, all for love. Okay. What are you uh, thinking? I'm thinking that there's, there's a lot 
here that I see in second choruses that kind of rejuvenates it, right? You got like extra riffs, yep. right? Um, but something that I do not like is this bum 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 ruining the 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 one syncopation part that was going on already, which is one two three bum bum bum, right? I feel yeah. like it gets that. I I don't know. I don't feel that anymore. Once once this like one two da da da. I think da, it's okay. Da, da. Let's keep going because I think I think that comes. I think there's a little bridge that has that, that it builds up to. Yeah, that, I that, see. That okay. leads up to. Okay, but I don't really remember. So pretty much the same. Tiny little details. Tiny yeah. little riffs. There's that pretty ha 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 instead of da 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 da. Right. It's I like, really like that. Give it oh. more more quiet. Yeah. Right. That's sweet. B minor. It's like a more rocking part. Yeah. F sharp, next, G, I wrote this part down, G, A, and then now the okay. guitar solo. That was, <laughs> that was this. fucking crazy, are you serious? Just heard a B car horn right on the same note of the solo and the guitar, that was wild. Alright, so yeah, this this pump and bass starts to play at the end of the chorus doing a boom, 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 Because they know they're losing steam. But here's my here's my feeling. Mm-hmm. They should have. I, I I guess I'm full of ideas of what Rod Stewart should have done. <laughs> but but I feel like they already had a rhythmic a new rhythmic chain that they didn't develop, which was this like. Right. The uh, you're talking about like bum bum yeah But then it's like they trade it out for like this throbbing rhythm thing that doesn't like I feel like this has just as much energy. Yeah. That's right? weird. I feel like it was like a rock and roll decision, kind of, right? It just or sounds something. like it just sounds like they didn't really consider it. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. it sounds is, like it sounds happens. it sounds like <laughs> Or it sounds like somebody considered it and then they forgot or something. Right. Like, oh, we should do like a syncopated dun, thing here. Dun. And they're like, yeah, that's cool. And then like second time through, they just forgot. They had a n- another producer in there that was like, I think a real thumping bass would do it. <laughs> uh, what are the chords for this? Give them on. This is our only like new section. Should before, I, should I before X-Men the it? Thing. Yeah, X-Men us away here. Um, bum, chorus. Bum. Oh, yeah. This is our chorus. Same chords. So we have some background. It's up like be the one you want I'm getting sick of the beat I say all this just just in the matter of fact that we've been listening to it for like yeah. over and over again right like these aren't normal complaints yeah these are like <laughs> right but do you hear they're yeah. trying to do both but it didn't work right back right. to D D so here we go B minor G, E, F, G, A, B. So that was a that was a three bum, measure bum, section. Bum, bum, bum. Three chord? You mean? No, a three measure section. It had B minor, then G, and then these in quarter could notes. Stand up to the test. Right? Um, I think so, yeah. So B, G, and then E, F, G, and A are like this. It's like the walk-up, right? Lay your love 
now can stand up to the test. Oh shit! Yeah, da 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 da. Right. G E F sharp G A. And then we and then back to B minor, uh-huh. right? B minor. So this is three measures, a three measure phrase, which makes sense after a twelve measure chorus. We can kind oh, of. That's all in one measure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got um, it. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, so. But they're taking advantage of like the the metric ambiguity of the chorus yeah. here, which I think is cool, right? Like Don't having this lead up here. Love to rest, cause we could stand up to the test. We got everything. And then and we have more. F sharp. Let's hear where it goes or from D. there. F sharp G A B minor. Uh huh. So, F sharp D six G A. So this is a. These are groups of three. Stop it really quick for me. So here the group is B, uh, D six. Yep. And G, then G and A. A. Yeah, but in half notes this time. It's yep. not. It's not the quarter notes. Yep. Right. Um. Quarter. 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 Half note, half note. B, yeah, this part's this part's thick. Yeah, it's weird to have a. Dun, dun, yeah, bum. it's weird to have. This a, is a B minor rotating part, right? Yeah. Um, but like rotating in a new metric. I wonder how many times this this like goes through what we add up to. Three. Before the guitar solo. Yeah. So that happens three times. The second one is B, F sharp. Um, B minor, D6. G. B minor, D6. And then G for most of that third measure and then a little A at the end. Let me hear it on this one. minor and now d6 again this is mainly going to be g nay and now guitar solo on b minor again g okay and a little g with a little a like quarter at the end so it's like the third measure gets less and less every time right first it has all the quarter notes and it has a half note yeah. and then it has mainly g with a it's little harmonic a. speed slows down each time that's cool um this is maybe one of the only parts that has a text setting that I think is not great. We've got, because it's pretty. It's a, don't lay our love to rest. This part's pretty because it's like slowing down. That This is like the first time I feel like where we've had just like well, you have quarter, quarter, quarter vocal lines, right? We're not doing like da, 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 or whatever the opening thing was or these kind of pickup things. It's all very similar to that, like the Madonna, like the uh that half note part after the verse of like la da 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 like the more restrained put the um what does he say because we could stand up to the test we got everything and more than we had planned yeah <laughs> i don't get why planned is like the most intense word in, right. this, in this section <laughs> i think that there's there's Probably some confusion on the singer's parts is how to relate to this three-bar 
section <laughs> with the harmony that's kind of confusing it and just changing. It seems like weird lyric choice. Like, yeah, I could it seems like they didn't really take match my it hand. Up. Something that is at least just a little more of like a, a powerful statement than planned. we've got we've got everything and more than we had planned. Right. It's like, huh? Like that sentence doesn't really make that much sense to begin with. <laughs> Don't yell that. <laughs> we got everything and more. This seems like we There's no pattern. That's what's it. That's what's the issue. There's no. There's no pattern. It's like a recitative. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, there's it's, no. It's, there's. It's, the, it's like the, the talking section. Yeah. Almost. It's like there's no. There's nothing. Like it's not like he keeps going. We da 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 ba da 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 da. Even just sticking with one thing would have cleared this part up. But I feel like. There's he can't he's got words in front of him and he's like trying to sing them. I feel like right? this is the point. This is the point in like the boys to men song where he's like, "I see you, baby." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like the equivalent of that where we just don't know what to do, so just kind of make something up. But the music um, here makes sense. Yeah. I think I feel like it, it's it's cutting off the fourth bar gives it this forward motion thing. It's un it's uneven, right? Yeah. This this like nine shit. Okay, let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish. I gotta go soon. <laughs> e minor. D. Another D. So G, E, D, D. At this time, I bet it goes to A. Oof. Way too much silence. Now it's <laughs> Nah, dog. I like how they keep adding more silence to the beginning of it. Like, yeah. there's no lead up now, right? Yeah. They, they erased it. <laughs> ba da da. We don't have any of that. Okay. So the guitar solo goes G E D D G E A A in pretty straight whole G notes. G E D D G E. 6 4, maybe, and then A. I don't yeah. know. But Is it that... definitely goes up to A. Ba da da da. I just want to hear it one more time. More than the We've got it all. <laughs> I love that. That It sounds like they, they they don't nobody knows that this section is coming up. <laughs> like like the drums don't even do a fill. Like there's nothing. Like listen to it. Like every other section has had like clear markers, yeah. right? But this section is like, well, okay, now here's the guitar. Because it's like they don't know how to lead up to this nine to this tenth bar. It's weird metric. They did it. Could have had like. A, Right? Strange. Just like him kind of yelling more on the B. Rod Stewart got hung up on this B note, dude. That he can't poor leave sucks. G E A. Yeah, that's just so it's basically one bar of A and then a big like A chord that starts the silence, right? Right. So we've got. Or is it a six four? No, I think it's G, E minor. I feel like there's a sus or something that that delivers it to that silence. Maybe it's just the guitar going. Yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's I, I. I don't know why this guitar. So maybe I just heard it too much and was like emotionally attached to it as a kid, and nostalgia is clouding my. But it seems simple. In a it's way, it's like a that, lead guitar rather than like that, a solo solo. Yeah, and like a not like a like it's not it's it doesn't feel like he's showing off. Like he's the notes are going at the same pace that the vocal line could have gone. And 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 maybe like kind of conf- like without a overarching structure that I've recognized so far. Like solos don't have to have like that's the whole thing of a solo. It's kind of like the recitative idea or like the mm-hmm. or the like breaking off thing right or like these whoops and yells like i remember kind of feeling like a good guitar solo is something that like at the height of the word intensity where the words are where the words are doing less and less to express the the real musical tension and they have to shout and use extra parts of their voice which is what's happening but i feel like the the singers dropped the ball on how to structure the nine the nine bars before this to really deliver that 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 solo for me personally yeah. I mean, I, but like, it could also be argued that, like, the singer starts, like, losing focus on, like, how to sing the part, which also could be, like, where, the, a, where yeah. a guitar steps in but, to, like, take over. It's, right. like, that the, the metrics get more and more confused. The singer is not, like, singing in a pattern anymore and is kind of losing track of what to do. And then, like, the guitar kind of saves it and, like, brings us back to this big structural point again. Imagine if the guitar had taken the place of the singing in the, in the nine and then the singer had come back during this very equal part of of the of the where the guitar solo is where it's just g e d d g right i almost feel like that would make more sense though because it's like at this part where the music is now so like changing and complicated to have to have a small lead guitar that kind of smoothens out and then using the voice back in the equal four four part i feel like but almost i think i think you get rid of the drama then of all the instrumental because, like, the last thing we're going to do in this song is have this huge vocal part where everybody comes together and does this all at the end. So it seems like it would be strange to do guitar, some vocals, big silence, more vocals. Like, I, I, like, the, I like the... Uh, the the like back and forth between the singer kind of losing his way the guitar because the guitar kind of picks us up and like guides us it feels back like it to, saves it yeah saves it saves us. the day <laughs> yeah. like it's a comforting guitar and it's mm-hmm. not doing it to like show off right like, it even does the like yadadam. like it echoes the chorus kind of at the very end of it i think it's a really can we play the guitar solo one yeah it's a sweet it's a nicely thought out it's a it's a <laughs> it's a caring it's a nurturing guitar solo <laughs> Also, the now we have our syncopation back. Yeah, we're supposed to. I heard it for a sec. Wait, where did it go? Huge echo. And reverse echo, right? Have we had that have we have we had the big Tom hit on Off Love before? I feel like the drop has always come in on the I don't know. I'd have to There's a lot of small details with how the how the instruments kind of um shape this all for one so that that part can be the same every time yeah. but the instruments are different yeah but so i don't know i feel i feel at peace with the with the head of this chorus i yeah and 
just because we're we're at this big moment one last time and it's so big here right like it's such a dramatic Think about I, I to just tie it into like the actual because this is for a movie and it's to like get you in the mood for like the movie about Before like brotherhood and like all these people being in it all together and like the whole song is about like always being there and being dependable. Like I feel like dependable is what this song is going for. <laughs> like that's the vibe. <laughs> it's like, bros, we're all gonna we're all gonna be so dependable. I'll text you back when right honors away, at stake. always. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will always have your back. Which is to cool. me it almost kind of saves like the 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 repeats like the almost like too many repeats of this thing is that like it's the touchstone it, yeah. it's using the chorus in a way that is thematically proper like this is a chorus for a reason right <laughs> for, like there's some choruses we've we've done that are kind of arbitrary fun choruses they're not this was not an arbitrary right. chorus. Like yeah. this is this is the point. Like right, we're yeah. all for one and all for love and we're all gonna be <laughs> here for you right. every time we sing it. Right. And no matter like what the instruments are doing underneath, we're gonna fucking do the same thing. Not we're to mention, I mean here. like the music literally cuts out and yeah. then, like they, they sing presumably three notes. But really I think it's two people singing the high B and then one person doing this. Right? Yeah. But 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 like there is this literally us against everything when everything else is gone except for the singers and they're all singing together, right? Yeah, which like there's, is there's a lot and and even like with the aimlessness of this of the middle part being saved by the guitar solo that in itself is like an example of of being dependable, right? Uh -huh. As a as like one person backing up another through time in the song, it's like ah, oh, that part was kind of confusing, right? <laughs> yeah. like, like like the guitar like, the guitar sees that that Rod's having a tough time. <laughs> Rod is like tough. starting to OD, yeah. <laughs> like his plastic surgery is all melting Wait, off. Got it all, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Like right. it gets He's really like anxious, counting on his fingers, trying <laughs> yeah. to trying to know when the next downbeat is gonna be. And then it's just like. Pew, got you man like right. i'm here for you da, 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 and it and it refuels rod stewart's belief in one for all enough <laughs> yeah. to sing the chorus one more time yeah. right Dude. i mean there is that i i totally i see that but yeah. i don't it's funny because we talk a lot about like like whether or not intentionalness is like worthwhile mm -hmm. like when when considering the songs right yeah because like in a way i feel like it's not like rod stewart wanted to be saved because he <laughs> felt like he was going off of his line right yeah. but i feel like in the final mix when they were all listening to it and it was like well that, that part was kind of weird but it fits somehow right this is, might be why i think it's because thematically the song is about backing people up uh -huh. right yeah. and there's like this one kind of weird example where the music is tumultuous and unexpected and like not in a pattern that we recognize and he's trying to keep up but his he can't he can't stick on a pattern he's trying different things and it's not working and then and then like this big guitar solo comes and saves him at like the right structural moment yeah. right like there's a reason why i think it made the final mix when there's so much about this song that i feel like is so composed there is this like middle section that seems like the producer is just like just go in the studio rod just just say the words like mm -hmm. like and like and it worked regardless of that section needing to be as polished as the rest of them yeah because because the idea 
um, of the lyrical content was like there with the structure, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, so no, I, it does. I mean, it really. There's a lot of ways to make a song meaningful without really meaning to. <laughs> I feel like as and long as, there's, like, I'm sure, like the intentionality was there for that too. Like, I'm. This is like this is like a film composer writing right. this song with Brian Adams as like a singer songwriter dude who like knows what to go for and they hire like the two most other talented people who they know will bring whatever they need and i'm sure that this was all like calculated out to have this effect i mean i feel like that's what i don't know about the rod do. stewart part i feel like i feel like with with um i mean ju- just to kind of take random guesses at what this process was like because it's always funny to yeah. think about like why did this get left or like why didn't they do this or like why did well, how could they listen to this so many times and not think what I'm thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Is like something that like like I think about when we're here and like how, trying to put together like what the thoughts might have been to leave that in the final cut. Because like if Rod Stewart, had, if I was in the booth and Rod Stewart had done like it's not bad. It just sounds like he's free jamming, like yeah. free jam poetry or something like that, right? But like that doesn't really mesh with the aesthetic of him or the song. We've right? got it all. That part, like, there are parts that are good, right? Yeah. But it's not like an incredible like section like the rest of it, where yeah. you have like these really thought out parts. Yeah, but yeah. maybe that's also what the song needed, right? It was like a part that's not so composed. That that like, or maybe the film composer is that smart that he's like, I'm gonna put this shit in nine and just put him in the. That's booth. what I think, because like, like it's like like a lot of these choices seem like thought out metric like somebody who understands I mean like Sting metrics. has songs in seven and shit like that and yeah. plays guitar he's musically aware of other time signatures mm-hmm. right and I, I but I don't know about who is it Rod Stewart that sings over the middle part uh just or, now in that stuff yeah yeah that was okay Rod yeah Stewart. And so like I don't know what Rod Stewart's relationship with time signatures is. No, but it right? seems like it was very much guided by somebody who was going for this effect. I assume, like, you the film so? score composer who is, like, super aware of, like, all these, like, old forms and all this stuff and, like, how to make this impactful. Like, Good on them, then. It I seems, mean, like, I think... It reminds me of, like, when we used to talk about the Titanic song and kind of relating, like, the 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 narrative of Titanic the movie to the the song in itself, right? To the know. harmonic I like to, I like to imagine that. Yeah, it, hell yeah. It makes no, me feel comforted. I just, it, it bugs me out to think that people could overthink it as much as we do, <laughs> I think, is all it is. True. Um, let's, like, finish, let, let's, let's finish Okay, this. the last hurrahs, yeah. right? The last, like, I don't even got to say it anymore, right? Now it's Here we go. I don't like the first time they do it is they repeat this. So th- oh wait, so shit. Yeah, they do. Uh, so they turn it into sixteen bum, bars bum, at the bum, end. Bum, bum, That's crazy. Bum, 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 bum. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13. Add the extra two, and then now we have these held out for motto things, right? This is nuts. Okay, so they repeat. <laughs> hang on. That last part threw me off. When there's someone that you want. Uh, when there's someone that you 
that part. Okay, so they do the they do the e. B minor D six G A part again. Yeah, twice. After the no, they do it in the they start it in the right place, but then they do it for twice as long. No, 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 no. Look at this. They do they do the E minor. Dum bum 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 I swear to god, listen to it. They jump from what usually happened, which was the E minor dum But they do it twice Which they didn't do. Bum bum Wait, start it a little earlier. Yeah. Sorry. But it's a no, it's an E64. The bass player is smart. E64. It's, it's one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, right? Shit, you're right. Okay, so we've got it changed in its inversion, going from a by the bass player, which e. I think was a really, really smart idea for the one time that they repeat this one thing. It's a scale up, and he makes it even more of a deceptive cadence, right? It really connects it to the to the parts that's that's in three, because it the the bass line becomes like the B F sharp G A again. Oh yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Is that he jumped to here? I was. Wait, I was is this wrong. B actually a si- from our bridge? Yeah, that right. Was but the, that but that's really B minor. It's right? really B minor. But, but it here connects it. But here it's E minor, right? Yeah. I'm not nuts, right? That's what I'm asking. I can't totally hear it. I thought you were so sure about it. Well, let's hear it again. I don't know. The real question is, do you hear the G on the downbeat? Someone that you want, or is it? I don't. It doesn't sound because B minor sits in a different way than E does, right? B minor would feel like it. It, it wouldn't feel like it was going anywhere. Like it would be like. Hang on, one more time. Sounds like B minor. That's because he's singing that, right? Hang on, one last time. I hear the G. I hear the G in the guitar. Okay, I'll I'll go with you. I pro- but I'm also it, just it. getting exhausted. <laughs> yeah, we're almost done. <laughs> E minor. Really long E minor. Minor four. Minor four seven. (laughs) 
right. Oh, Jesus Christ. How many? I feel like there's like two bars of that, of the E minor chord. Let's, let's. Maybe it doesn't equal out to 16 at the end. I feel like. Oh, wait. <laughs> I went back like 20 seconds and I wasn't even there. <laughs> What is the voice leading thing? Eight, one. So we get eight beats of E, six beats of G minor, and then da, ba, da, da. Like two a, beats of A. I think it's the A six four thing again, right? Da da. I mean, it's implying that. Right. It's it's just acapella at this point. Da da da. Da. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, that was wild. Sounds kind of dissonant. Yeah, it does. It's weird. There's like an extra night. It's because of the F natural. <laughs> right? But I feel like the F natural is like just getting out of the way when he sings the F. It's like a. A distance dissonance. Like, not at the same time, but like. <laughs> out of tune. Key. <laughs> Just a little last flourish on the piano, being like. It and could start all. all for it love. could start all over again. Um, when love. <laughs> and everyone's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. This already has been too much. Oh my god. I feel like we really. Um, I feel like there's not much to say at the end now because we were so thorough with talking about how we felt the, <laughs> the whole time. time. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't really like get the music done and then talk. What about what about just just that ending? What a fucking it's a ballad ending, dude. It's like 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 oh, I, the E minor, G minor. It's like excessive. It's insane. but it but it works, right? I mean, yeah. like because the song is corny. Yeah, right? and like minor fours are corny, and and big long <laughs> held harmonies are corny, and they all and signify all endings, right? Love. Um, yeah, it's a real like movie moment ending thing for it. Uh. <laughs> this seems. Ending. This seems, in the talk of, like, intentionality versus non-intentionality, I feel like every harmonic Cinema kind of... composers, I feel like, are intentional as fuck. Yeah, every chord in this song feels like it was so calculated. Like, the the one six four or the one six three in the beginning as, like, a distinct chord of its own equal to the D root positions. The, uh the b minor for the first time in the song happening in the in like the bridge section with like the tumultuousness in the voice the fucking yeah the the minor 4 at the end like it all seems like you could you could like textbook cases of each of these things right like here is a 6 3 chord it has a function and it goes to 4 Here's the minor four chord. It's best used in this situation where it ends the song and don't use too much of it. Like right. use it, save it for your big moments. Like everything seems 
scripted but really well scripted like in a in a way that's it's like it's like like classic in a certain yeah. sense it it's like a uh i mean like so my you know that virgin steel song that that i'm obsessed with that's like nine and a half minutes yeah that's a ballad that uses like uh, the reason i love it is that it uses every structural trick you can think of to elongate the song right it's like the first chorus is without the drums and the second one is like with it and like all of these little tricks to make it like not the same ever right as it goes on um i feel like the ballad is a test in how extra you can be, like while still maintaining a certain amount of listenability. It's like how 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 excessive can I really be, like within the normal song structure, and like because we're talking about something kind of fluffy and like extra anyway, or not extra, but like like I just feel like a big grandiose thing or a big grandiose concept like brotherly love right and like a song wherein you show how people are expressing it to each other right and also like coming together to express it to you um like plays well into a song structure that is all about how much can you get away with right with like fattening up and like putting these minor fours at the end or these extra long chords or this this guitar solo like things that the song doesn't really need right and this in all in all isn't really even that excessive of a ballad i don't think there's much longer weirder ones um (laughs) that you could do um what about i i like our i like our example of like the the bridge section kind of putting like a test on like the the dependability of everybody that they like break through and like resolve that they are still as one and all for one um what do you think of each section in terms of that like i think that i think part of what makes this song so like thematically kind of powerful is like the the verses like the verse like each each section seems to have like an emotional response to the the content like the verse is them like it's a coming together like it starts as these single voices that 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 like bring themselves together to lead into like the chorus which is like the anthem of all of them once they are together you know um i'm trying to think of like other examples in this song of how they unify or like or the times when they're not unified and like um when there's someone that you know then just let your feelings show and make it all for like it all i feel like there's a psychological effect of um a single person singing and then everybody coming together on this chorus that really is like really common throughout lots of pop music, but really works in this one because of like the the theme of it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I mean like imagine if the song was about anything else, <laughs> like like it like would it really like what if uh, what if it was like I do it all for cash, <laughs> all <laughs> all for cash, like the like so much of the um, meaning. Or so much of the relationship between the music and the meaning, or the music and the words, would be lost if the words weren't right, yeah. right? Or if the music was 
different, mm-hmm. right? But, but but you can't think about the music being different. I think it's easier to think about the words being different <laughs> yeah. and the music being different. Um, anyway, I think I'm about burnt out on this. Yeah. But I, I love this song. This is a, I like this it. Is a long one. Um, How long is this song? It's not that long. It's like a little over four minutes. Oh. Yeah, four and a half minutes or so. Um, yeah, it's a sick one. Thanks for thanks for doing it. Shout out to Three Musketeers. Robert Robert Lang Mutt Mutt himself um, Brian, Brian Adams Sting himself S- Sting and Rod Stewart I, I like that really... Sting doesn't get a name Sting <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I highly recommend going and watching the music video for this if you haven't seen it to really to really feel the oomph of those yes <laughs> in particular and and watch all of these three bros just love each other so much it's a very it's a very heartwarming song it it i i feel like it's a a real kind of 90s anthem of like come together for the world in in a time when people were like trying to do that in a in a probably not very sincere way um but it's it's sweet that they were trying. Um, it's a good one. Yeah. Give us a give us a, a comment. Let us know what you think. Shoot yeah. us an email. Yeah. Um, yeah. Follow follow our our Twitter and Instagram. I would also recommend shoot us an email at deadairrecords at gmail if you've got some thoughts or wanna get together and make some music with each other. That would be fun too. Um. And yeah, if you've got any buddies who like listening to weird music and thinking about it too much, uh, giving us giving us any kind of recommendations helps a lot. Yeah, let's we could do some uh, uh, recommendations next. For some recommendations. Oh yeah, or just or yeah, giving us some songs to do that would be fun. We haven't done we haven't ever done one of those so it might be high it's very hard to, for us <laughs> for <laughs> it might be time for us to uh start taking some more requests yeah um all right anyways we're out here bye we're out here always forever just got another lease renewal so we'll be out here for a while <laughs> <Dead air. laughs> bye everybody